I'll do that again. Uh, don't leave the Thank sin. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Sharp. We, we can edit this out, but not this part. Welcome back, everybody, to Sharpen That Axe, a podcast dedicated to strengthening your skills as a guitar player. My name is Dylan Murphy. Uh, with me always is my co-host, John Gillen. John, you have a torn bicep. Tell us all about it. Oh, it's. I don't want to hear about it again, but it's really sad. <laughs> yeah, it uh, it came away from the the distal tendon, which is the part that attack uh, attaches to your forearm, your radius more specifically, and uh, it came away from the radius. So Ooh. it yeah, it hurts. It's fun. This is what happens when Americans play rugby? This is oh. just. <laughs> oh, that was a bit of a burn. I'm oh, sorry. I take that. Oh. Yeah, I got injured while I was playing over there too. Jeez, so yeah, no, <laughs> maybe it's a sign from the rugby gods. But it also shame. means my guitar playing. More importantly, it means my guitar playing is limited, to say the least. Mm. So because it's my left your right hand, you're picking hand. Yeah, your right hand, yeah, you're picking right arm is going to like go through the Amazing in twelve weeks, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Chicken picking for days, bro. Yeah, man, get that Headfield wrist workout in. Maybe. <laughs> 16th notes for like 60 minutes at a time. Yeah, I'll be playing like Slayer in my sleep, man. Just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's it. Yeah, good God. Um, John, uh, apart from that, th- things are good, guitar things? Yeah, th- are much- things, things, are, things are not too bad. So, um, yeah, just trying to, trying to, there's always stuff to learn. You know what I mean? I, I think the worst thing there about is it is, is just trying to find more and more stuff so yes we, will, we should talk about that in our, our later this is not not helpful in the middle of this recording <laughs> you want to start again no okay <laughs> we can edit this out we right? can edit this out we can edit this out or leave it in for comedic effect so john um so for my lick of the week uh i'm i'm, I'm actually you know what I, I think you're gonna get it i, I i'm i'm happily confident uh, that, that you will guess who this is, oh. uh, but I'm looking forward to talking about it. Okay, we'll see. I, I don't know. I seem to be really bad at the look of the week. But John, we're both terrible at the look of the week. <laughs> That's part of the charm of the look of the week. <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh man! Uh, as always, you know, listening for the production to kind of see where where that goes. Mm. It has a little bit of a Paul Gilbert feel to it. It does, it, but it's not Paul Gilbert's. In that, it's a bit wacky. Yeah, but it's, um, yeah. it does remind me of some Alice in Chains stuff. Okay, like there's some Jerry Cantrell, like just that kind of hammer on pull off stuff. That's not mm. too. It doesn't move too much around the fretboard um so let's see if i was to tell you it came out two weeks ago two weeks ago Mm. ah it must be tool right (laughs) (laughs) for a tool cast no uh no no, it is not not. (laughs) oh man um all right all right get it go after it what is it? So, uh, so this is um, what is this called? I, I, it, it's basically it's John Five. It's it's oh. the new it's John Five release. Sorry, I'm going to double check yeah. what the name of it is. It's it's just a, from his new ridiculous album, which is called Invasion, and this song is called I think it's like 
I want I want it all. It's called I I want it all. I'm not like Queen, but basically he has a chorus. <laughs> yes, thank you. That with, with that ridiculous song. Um, but this is ridiculous in a different way. So yeah, this is uh, basically he does sing in this, but it's through a talk box. It was like oh, wow, wow, wow. Uh, which is good. But it's it's just a it's it's everything you'd expect from the new John Five record. It's 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 got country. It's got mad tapping arpeggios. It's got crazy alternate picking runs. There's a bit of like slap guitar in there, or like slap bass. Um, yeah, I dig it. I mean, it's not it's not my favorite of the John Five releases, uh, but I do like it. It's it's kind of more of the same. But when you, you like what he does, it, you know, it's 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 entertaining. Yeah, you know, I I was sort of unconvinced on John Five as a player until you really like pushed him on to me. And, yeah. <laughs> and but I have to say, like in hindsight. He's, uh, as a guitar player, I think he just continues to grow. With every new album, with every new release, he just finds something different to explore. And that's one of the things I really admire about him as a player. Not, I mean, aside from the fact that he's basically good at everything he does, but um, he he just gets better. It just keeps getting better and he keeps exploring the instrument and realizes that there's just an infinite number of possibilities. And that, to me, is really admirable. Yeah, uh, one thing I really, really like is that he, I wish I loved anything as much as John Five loves playing guitar. I mean, if you go onto his Instagram, it's just him and all these crazy because he's obsessed with horror movies, so he's wearing all these different like creature from the Black Lagoon masks, and he's just constantly playing. And it's 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 it playing like a Telecaster, of course, through some crappy little amp, and he just loves doing it. It's not about the gear. There's like plays with no pedals. It's just like yeah, yeah. I really, really like playing guitar, and he independently releases all of these albums and he's just you know he was he's rob zombies guy for hire so that's where a lot of his you know budget comes from and i really really like that to to go from being marilyn manson's guitar player playing like stock drop d riffs to this and yeah he, he did an interview recently i think it was with who was it with was it on uh what's it called chris jericho's podcast i think but he was talking about how he he and david lee roth recorded an entire album together and like a David Lee Roth album, and it's just nobody's ever going to hear it. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Because <laughs> you know David Lee Roth knows his guitar players as well as anyone, I think. So yeah, I'd I'd love to hear that. It'd be great. But yeah, Invasion. Um, check it out if you're looking for something different that's not just standard shred. It's got a bit of like tongue in cheek. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's you know he's he's good, and I love John Five's Instagram. I highly recommend you follow him. Yeah. Um, Cool. So we're going to talk about um, the J word. Um, that's right, Jurassic Park. No, um, yes. no, 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 no. Welcome to our ba- dinosaur podcast. <laughs> no, no. This is uh, this is. So we're going to talk. We're going to dinosaur gonna, we, junior. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Sorry. Anyway, I'm, I'm all over the place here. That's okay. Rain it in. Rain it in. Here we go. So jazz, we've never talked about jazz before. Well, we have uh, in passing, but we've never yeah. really done a full episode talking about jazz. And jazz. Jazz with the soft jazz. Jazz with yens. Jazz with yens. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we interviewed YouTube uh, phenomenon, Jens Larsen, uh, jazz guitarist extraordinaire, teacher extraordinaire, a lot of things extraordinaire. Uh, we've had him on a few times mm-hmm. um, to discuss you know, teaching and learning and hatred of Coldplay. So yeah, it's it's been great. Uh, you know, a I lot to learn. Pretty well over that one. Yeah, it was it was great. Uh, so we will hopefully have him on in the future to talk a little bit about you know jazz and everything that we're getting wrong in this particular episode. Uh, but yeah, John, jazz. Do you like it? Do you 
play it? Do you, what, do, you, do you teach it to your students? When I say jazz to you, jazz guitar, what do you think? So yes, I do like it, though I'm not going to say all of it. It kind of depends. I should say it depends on the mood, kind of like anything else, you know? I, I would say, do I teach it to students? Yes, I do. In some cases, it kind of depends on the student. It, what is the student trying to do? I think if, if they're wanting to learn how to do chord melody stuff, it, to me, it's almost a no-brainer to start with some uh, standard jazz tunes. Maybe they don't know them, but it's easier to kind of find your way around autumn leaves than, say, maybe trying to play uh, a fingerstyle melody to even a Beatles tune like Here Comes the Sun. So yeah. I, I think wrapping your head around some of those standards gives you the opportunity to learn new chords, new chord voicings. You, yes. you have to know your triads. The thing that I think it really does for a lot of my students and doing an exercise like that is just helping you to navigate the fretboard better. So that's, that's kind of in a nutshell, shortly answering your, your questions there. Mm. But I think a lot of us first encounter jazz really in music school. Like yeah. you were telling me that that was kind of your your first real exposure to it. We all kind of we hear these sort of jazz flute, you know, mm. that uh, we, we, we have a picture of Kenny G or something like that until someone shows us stuff that's actually good. <laughs> so <laughs> this hopefully Kenny G's not listening. But, yes. Yeah. Um, and I think would that be would that have been your experience like your first encounter with it wasn't really until you got to music school yeah in terms of like learning learning it from a guitar point of view absolutely I mean learning about a, a, a two five one and things of that nature just kind of mm -hmm. sitting in with in a few jazz classes because they used to have these classes where everyone bring their individual instrument and of course there was like five guitar players but it was interesting just to learn the the exercises and the triads and how important everything is just in terms of like harmonic structure and you know and learning I really did like the shapes like the the minor seven flat five and the you know, that's just the different you know this is what a 13th chord is um it was it was good i, I don't know i i've but since then it's just like i'll take the odd chord and i'll try and stick it on the song i'm writing but in terms of being able to like jazz solo or even listening to jazz i i, I don't listen to that much I, I find it quite inaccessible maybe i'm just you know ill-informed um but do you listen to much jazz john um yes. I, well yeah i would say again it sort of depends on the mood like i'm not mm -hmm. gonna put on Barney Kessel while I'm trying to work out, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> so, but I, I do think, uh, I, for example, Barney Kessel, um, I'm a big John Schofield fan. I really like what younger guys like Jalad Hexelman and Julian Lage um, mm. are doing right now. And I, I think it's, I think there's in some ways, like both Hexelman and Lage are a little more accessible in what they're doing. And I, I think that's I think that's really helpful and for, one for the genre partly because a lot of people and don't get me wrong Joe Pass uh, and those guys they're so instrumental to what the genre did became etc. But I think it's it's also important to find ways to innovate. You know, if you listen to stuff like what Adam Neely's doing right now and mm. his band. It, Obviously, he's a bass player, not a guitar player, but his band is is doing some really interesting things with what would still be called jazz. And I think it's important that the genre still innovates. And I think 
in that respect, it is a little more intellectual in most cases. Julian Lage, I think, is pretty accessible. He kind of, it's a little bit of a crossover with some blues stuff, but yeah. he does incorporate some of these Schofield voicings and scalar ideas as well, where his, his solos aren't necessarily as, for lack of a better word, kind of pentatonic based. But <laughs> I think... Uh, Nothing wrong with that, John. Well, it depends on what you're doing. I mean, if you're ACDC, you do it for 50 years, and or is it 40? 40 years, and you make boatloads of money doing it. So, you know, to each yeah. his own. But um, I think when it comes to jazz, it's, uh, it's a little more interesting to explore some of those things. It gives you room to kind of find different sounds and different tones to put on your, on your palette, essentially. And paint a really different sonic picture. And that's one of the things I enjoy about where the genre is currently going. And I don't really want it to see, I don't think it stops, if you know what I mean, with, uh, with the 1960s. And I've had a few teachers or people who can't really see past that or can't really point to anybody yeah. doing anything interesting now. And that, those tend to be the people that wind up at the university, which I think is problematic personally yeah absolutely i mean it's it's just with me i kind of i hit i hit a bit of a brick wall with it like i i can listen to it and i can you know understand if i see uh chord sheets written out i really like seeing jazz in terms of chord progressions because it's just so different to you know standard uh, folk or rock music but it, it, <laughs> there's this quote from bill burr i think i was listening to his podcast and he was talking about do you ever notice how the better you get as a musician the more your music sucks <laughs> and i'm like I, I really like that in terms of like it it, it rings so through true because i was just, i was watching a samurai guitarist video as well and he's talking about the five stages of being a guitar player and it's basically going from absolute beginner um to like absolute jazz snob and he basically takes the same chord progression and plays it in different ways and this the 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 mental voicing i don't know i i find that i can i can i really like gypsy jazz i think that's really really cool the the whole minor harmonic sound it's it's badass and the chord voicings all those minor sixth chords which i'm trying to learn we'll get to it and what are we what have we been working on um but yeah it's 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 great but have you any like because i if i was to recommend uh a, a guitar album uh, the only one i really know is one yen's recommended to us called uh smoking at the half note i think it is um i'll have to double check that it's a it's a wes montgomery album which i have listened to mm. a bunch and i think it's it's great but uh, would you recommend in terms of like anything like in terms of like where to start with jazz guitar it kind of depends on what you want to do i mean uh like i said um I love John Schofield, so <laughs> I would totally, totally put him out there. Um, but of course, you know, like Joe Pass's Virtuoso is fantastic. However, it's kind of a more—it's—it's it's a more relaxing one. So it depends on what you're looking for. Uh, of course, Joe Pass is known for kind of his yeah. chord melody type work, and I think that album in particular, you can point to that and say yeah for sure that's that's one of the ones that you definitely want to get get your hands on um for Schofield like one of my favorites was En Route which was a live album that he did with uh Swallow and Bill Stewart so I would definitely recommend that one it's yeah kind of how would I describe it it's got moments where it's really melodic uh but it's not necessarily the melodies you'd expect 
Okay. Solos are outstanding by everybody. And I, I think jazz in some ways is much more of a live genre. So one of my favorites, mm. West Montgomery, the West Montgomery trio, where he's got a version of Round Midnight, which is my favorite version of Round Midnight. And that particular album is, I think, outstanding. But what's interesting about it is, you know, that the live takes are where I think jazz really shines. It's those moments where it just flashes, that flash of inspiration. And if you've mm -hmm. been in those situations where you're playing through something and everything just clicks, whether it's a simple song or whether you have those moments where you just suddenly you play something you didn't expect and it works and it sounds amazing. And those are the instances I think where the genre really shines because it's not necessar necessarily supposed to be quite as rehearsed all the time. And okay, yeah, and I like that. Uh, yeah, and that's where I think seeing it live is is really important. We can we can talk about the records to kind of get you into it, but it's um, I think it's important to be able to see good jazz live. And I'm going to emphasize yes. good because there's <laughs> plenty of just like really bad. Oh, jazz. <laughs> I've seen some bad jazz, bad yeah. jazz in my time. No, that's a good point in terms of it being just different to. I don't know, other genres of music and that it's such a spontaneous level to it that I suppose not, you know, needs to be seen and heard live to be appreciated. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree. So we'll, we'll, we should get Jens in on this discussion. Yes. And, and sort of get a little bit more into, um, <coughs> excuse me, into learning it exactly and how, how he would recommend kind of going through it. I think that that might be a good, good topic. Yeah, you can tell us everything that we've been wrong about. Yes. <laughs> which I look forward to. Come at us, Jens. Um, sweet. Well, well, we'll leave it at that for there. Um, that album was indeed Smoking at the Half Note by Wes Montgomery, which is great. I also think, I don't know, one thing I've been listening to just in terms of like when I'm working or doing something is listening to like lo-fi beats, which is mm -hmm. just basically a massively popular at the moment genre uh, on Spotify. And th there's a lot of jazz guitar in there, just kind of like it, it's in terms of driving the beats themselves, uh, just as like this, it's like, like a, a seasoning the beats just in terms of these really nice seventh chords. Um, so it is there and it is appearing like in rap music more. There is like jazz rap is the genre. So yeah, yeah it is it is cool to hear it uh, in, you know, a lot, a lot more context like that. So sweet. Well, I, I am satisfied. I think you've given our, our listeners more than enough recommendations there of where to stop. Sorry. <laughs> Fair enough. Sweet. Uh, so John, put of a touchy question, but what have you been working on? Ooh, uh, just trying to keep my fingers moving, man. Like I said, it's weird because of, of the bicep injury. And I, I was telling you before we started, like I, the, the forearm gets tired really fast and I don't know if that's just compensation or what. So just trying to kind of keep things moving. And with that said, speaking of jazz, I've been helping some students go through and build some chord melody ideas uh, using triads, which has been kind of a good, good review for myself and kind of moving through some of that stuff and picking up, doing a lot of classical stuff too. So that's kind of, a lot of a couple of different directions and then with that all the legato work just try to keep those fingers nimble man so yeah man. yeah it's it's nothing really super specific but kind of a couple of different directions 
practice log is still coming coming along and that's the important part i can still look at it check boxes right okay now. so we can we will talk about that again but yeah practice log awesome that's, uh, so, that's, that's a good idea and yourself i mean you've you've probably had a lot of prep like you've got a big gig coming up yeah i've been I, I do, uh, it, it's fr it's a week on friday so i okay I'm, still still safe enough um no good just kind of working on my own stuff uh, i've got a, a single coming out in about three weeks and um, so i'm just uh, making sure that i've got that down so that's been a huge point of practice for me uh, I've, in terms of so one thing i've been really enjoying is i was like okay what can i learn what i, I was like i just want to learn like a lick the other day i was like, i just want to learn like a, a country guitar lick or something so i went to my um big bible of brad paisley <laughs> and I picked, I picked because it's there's a song that's there. I think we've I've talked about it before called Cluster Pluck, where mm. it just uh, it's like a riff. It's like an, uh, a normal like a a major riff that's driving it, and then every four bars someone will do like something like crazy, like but usually chicken picking. And so I was like, okay, I'll start with the first lick from that, and then that was I think a few days ago, and then so every day I've been learning kind of one of those licks. I'm just breaking it down. We've talked before about taking a big piece and just breaking it down into the smaller chunks, but with this it's 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 really fun because you can you know say on day four you will play a lick that you learned on day two, and it's like much faster there because you've just been you know the, yeah. the muscle memory is coming back so i've been having a lot of fun with that uh there's a whole he does this whole jim lil the country guitarist who we uh, uh was gracious enough to appear on our show uh, he does did a full playthrough with a friend uh, of it on youtube so that's been great as a resource to go and slow down and actually look at what their fingers are doing because they're basically playing it kind of live uh in a live context so that's been really really helpful um you know when you have tab you can't 100 percent trust tab all of the time and um, absolutely it, so that's been great so a lot of it has been great to kind of figure out by ear and um, i've also just been learning a few solos that i've always kind of wanted to learn i learned a uh, santeria by sublime the other day and um, i'm learning a darkness solo which is good crack um and yeah no it's it's it's, it's what's it's, the darkness one oh just the i've always wanted to learn that i believe in a thing called love solo that mad kind of oh yeah <laughs> yeah uh, it's fun it's just the one song that everybody knows by them but yeah 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 well they're over here they're they were huge like absolutely didn't huge. we do didn't we do a look of the week with the darkness one time very possible i uh, remember talking about them so but yeah, yeah but yeah um but like over here i'd say they had maybe four or five number ones like they were really really big um including a christmas number one <laughs> so <laughs> yes, yeah i remember you talking about that too it's good, but it was the the cho like the the chops are there, so it's it's good for um as just a fun song to play along to. It's not a chore. It's just you can kind of sit down and kind of pick the parts apart and kind of figure them out by ear, um which I'm digging. And also Chris Super has a lesson for the parts that I get stuck on. So that's kind of what I've been working on. But yeah, keeping keeping busy. The whole thing I've been really trying to do is just make it fun and not a chore. Just something that if I you know have something to look forward to. Oh, it's like oh I'm gonna learn this Brad Paisley like just like you know and I'll give myself I have 15 minutes now. I put uh, one thing I've started doing is just completely putting away the phone and putting away the laptop, just putting a watch and just looking at it on my music stand, and then later on consulting the video if I have any difficulties. But yeah, it's been great. I've been I've been actually having a lot of fun with it. I do uh, have to say there's I, there's something to be said for just you and a piece of sheet music. So absolutely just and that my little Yamaha tabletop amp is like an absolute godsend uh just in terms of like not having to figure out a tone on my blues junior or play with pedals it's just like plug go 15 nice. minutes and um, yeah so that's been great and um, have you been listening to anything interesting um 
<coughs> yeah. Um, Caught you off been, guard there. There's been a few things. I was trying to go through the Spotify and, and just kind of see what is what, what are some of those things that I have been listening to. But um, the one thing that I've been really digging, and you just saw him recently too, was Tame Impala. Yes. So um, again, it's not really like crazy guitar work, but there's good no. guitar work and there's pedals for days. For days. <laughs> His rig is crazy. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I, I like what they're doing. It is definitely, I don't know. How would you describe it? Indie, shoegaze, pop? I, I, I'd say it is quite uh, psychedelic. Um, kind yeah, of like that's, a, that's like, a good way to put it. Kind it's of just really psychedelic. It's really groovy and colorful and melodic psychedelia. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, you have that psychedelic aspect where the songs do go on for seven or eight minutes, but it's just all about the, it's, it's, it's a little bit druggy, um, but it's, you know, I, I, I it, the, the really is a sense of like, I don't know, it's fun. And the, 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 these guys know their stuff and they're really into like, you can tell like every synth sound and every guitar sound was really labored over. Yeah. Which, agreed. It's, it's very much, uh, it's, it's not half-assed at all. It's, really uh well thought out good kind of pop rock music yeah definitely definitely i like it so <laughs> yeah i dig it as well yeah it's that that um currents album and yeah even just seeing them live just your man goes through i think four guitars one of them's this really old like rickenbacker and yeah really really great stuff cool Mm. yeah and you're not slip, slip not have a new album john oh gosh yeah no. Oh, no. I, saw, I, saw, I saw a tweet recently that said hold on a second like slip not are number one on the albums and two are number one on the singles what year is this fairly <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> huge man that's yes. funny yeah, Slipknot have returned with their best album in i want to say about 10 years maybe more uh maybe their, more Yes, the 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 new um, album, which is called "We Are Not Your Kind," with the possibly the worst album cover art I've seen in a long time. But the riffs, John, the riffs. Uh, it's oh a lot of people. A lot of people are saying that it's kind of there's a lot of Iowa. Their second album coming through, which absolutely there's a few songs. It's just like I was discussing with friend of the show Maddie Callahan about it, and we were just lamenting the lack of solos because for the last few well for two of the stuff there was like a lot of like slayer inspired solos which yeah. were a lot of fun and you could tell which were completely absent from the first two albums because that was not the new metal way but uh, so <laughs> that's the, true so for this one there it's it's much more riff based it's a lot of really groove based but it just sounds it's it's really well thought out and they did loads of the songs live with no click and it's just got this real sort of i've just been going into like guitar player magazine interviews and everything just to find out everything and yeah i i, I really really dig it i think it's it's one of my albums of the year so far um and apart from that well i would have to say if if we're gonna do uh you hate it anytime soon you you might have oh. to, you may have to throw the slipknot in there challenge accepted my friend okay i'll have fun <laughs> working on that and apart from that, um, yeah, I've been trying to. So uh, over here in, in Ireland, there's a, a lot of the um, 
people are saying that rock is not dead, man, because of a few new bands that have come out of Dublin in the last year, including mm-hmm. Fontaine's DC, Shame, and most recently The Murder Capital, all of whom have released albums this year, apart from Shame, who released an album last year, which is actually quite good. But yeah, so I've been trying, really trying to to like overlook all the hype and try and listen to albums and give them my own honest judgment. But I just, I can't, it's just, it's what I've been listening to, but it's not what I've been enjoying. So uh, it's just, it's too joicy and sort of, um, oh, isn't Dublin the best city in the world? But you know, we're going to still going to cry about it. I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's, 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 it's pissing me off, but yeah, apart from that, that's kind of, that's, that's what I've been kind of on the bandwagon I've been on. Um, there you yeah. go. That's me. Um, sweet. So, so that's it, John. That's us for right now. We'll come back very soon with one of our uh, Gear Talk episodes uh, because Gibson have been at it again, but we're not going to talk about it this uh, episode. Yeah, once again. Uh, we should just, just start our own Gibson podcast. Yeah, man. this is just the old trash, trash Gibson podcast. But yeah. yeah, anyway, that sounds great, man. Anyway. Gibsons of bitches. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Is that the new catchphrase? That's our new catchphrase. Uh, new segment. Um, sweet. We will leave it at that. Uh, friends, thank you very much for listening. We've got more reviews on iTunes, which we really appreciate you listening to. Um, we might start reading them out as an inspiration for you guys to read more reviews. Uh, write more reviews for us to read. Um, but yeah, if you could uh, tell your friends this is completely on us. We don't have any sponsors or anything like that. Uh, so this is all, all us taking our... our our sweet sweet time to do this so we really appreciate it and john's sweet sweet time to edit uh, all the coughing yes. we do yes which we, <laughs> i appreciate john um so yeah uh, john anything you'd like to add um we love all of you yes from, from, from the bottom of our hearts uh stay sharp everybody <laughs>